Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Wizards and Pixie Dust, your podcast talking about all things Universal and Disney in Orlando with your hosts, Melissa Snyder and Mary Johannan. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. How are we doing today? Good. We're doing well. Is it another nice day down there in Maryland? It is. It's a, It's very nice. The weather is nice this morning. It's not super hot yet. Um. So yeah, it's nice. I'm still ready for fall. I think it's just every day that we have this nice cool weather and it's not, you know, just awful to step outside. I'm, I'm ready to welcome fall. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Speaking of fall. So we were in Walt Disney World last week. And uh, we got to go to the International Food and Wine Festival that's going on down in Epcot, which is a fall thing. Yeah. And they started it early this year, which is exciting. Yes. It's very long this year. It's July 15th to November 20th. Yeah. It's long. Which is really crazy. And they're bringing back the Food and Wine Festival um, half marathon. Yep. It's the weekend of November 7th, I think. But so I was excited because I... I didn't think it was going to be open this early for us to really get to enjoy it. Yeah. But I move (laughs) to to keep it, you know, to open it early because, you know, unlike the flower, flower and garden, you know, food doesn't go bad. You know, (laughs) like it makes sense to me. Yes. And I mean, I feel like they have a ton, ton, ton of places open. Um, and multiple choices at each place for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like years and years ago when it opened, it was like just a few, I guess like 96 was when it really opened. It was just a few stands and each stand had one item to choose right. from, like, and you just went up and got that thing. But now it's like multiple stands. Um, some of them aren't even opening open yet. Some of them don't open until October 1st. So, um, which was a little sad because, you know, I was, I will say that was the most disappointing thing of it for me. It was just, there were some great things that I was so anxious to try and I looked and saw they're not open yet. You know, I just wish it was all open all at once. So no, I know, but it was good because, um, even with the stuff that was open, of course we got to Epcot later in the day and it was pouring down rain by the time we got there, I I know, which thinned the herd out at Epcot for us. But, um, you know, it was great because the lines then for the various kiosks were not long whatsoever. Right. So yeah, um, that's, that's exactly right. They weren't yeah. bad at all. No, no. Okay. So let's jump right into this. We got the food and wine festival passport, which, you know, it's great because it gives you the ability to check off the things that you've done to mark the things you want to do, all of those kinds of things. Um, I, I love this. I love the passport. I love having a list of one little place. And I'm such a paper person that I ha- like having one little place that I can go to and flip through and see what I want to eat and make a plan. You yes. know, there's like nothing, you know, I think online is great, but I think being able to like flip through and check things off and make a list and circle things. And, you know, I, I, I love that they have this little paper passport that they offer. And I love that they have Remy just front and center because he's adorable. So. This is the first year where Figment is not the face of the Food and Wine Festival. I'm I'm sad, you know me. I love my Figment. Yeah. So, but Remy, absolutely adorable this year for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I just the, the passport. I just had to. No, sing. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm like flipping through this passport here. It literally is the size of a passport. Can fit yep. in your back pocket. Yep. 
get more than my phone, which is great. So it's easy to use, but it has a whole bunch of great information in here, including like if you are confused as to whether or not you want something sweet or savory, there's like this little flow chart you can follow in the middle of the book and it will tell you what to get. So right. brilliant. Love that. Yeah, um, I love that. And it unfolds. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it unfolds. I love that. They're so, so cute. Oh my goodness. Too funny. So that was really cool. Um, I like that. So let's talk about some of the stuff like when we got in, we went into France first because we definitely wanted to do the bell um, sing-along, which was absolutely adorable. Loved it. Loved it. Love. We won't um, ruin the surprise of the spin on this, yeah, which no. I didn't know there was. Me either. But the spin was just so unexpected and sweet and funny and creative and clever. Oh my goodness. So creative. I yeah. was like loving it. And uh, I know you're a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. I am a yes. huge Aladdin fan, but I was like, oh my God, this is the cutest thing ever. Love it. Yeah, um, totally agree. So we, you know, came in through the International Gateway and then came off the Skyliner, came in there, got our little um, cast court booklets, went up into France. And the line for the kiosk at France was pretty big yeah. already. Yeah. So we were like, okay. And then it decided to downpour. So we actually came back through and went down through um, England. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Great you Britain area. Yep. And we stopped in Canada. Okay. So this is interesting because if you go back, and we've hardly ever stopped in Canada. I'm not even going to lie. But <laughs> yeah. Um, I had never gone back that way where like the steakhouse is. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but back there they have the area where they do the big 360 of the Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they turned that into apple seed orchard. Right. Which was brilliant, right? Yeah. It was huge in there. It was pouring down rain. And it was like amazing. So it was raining and we were stuck. Well, we went in here and it was yeah. great shelter because there's hardly anybody back there. Right. It's, it's really, and it's a really big theater. I want to call it, even though it's not a theater, it's a standing theater, but there's, you know, cues and everything. And everyone was really spaced out. Yeah. And you know, despite the massive crowds that we were seeing, you're right. There was really hardly anybody in there, I think, because it is so tucked away in the back. Yeah, it is. And I, we almost missed it because I was like, hey, guys, that's says apple seed orchard. What is that? And I think everybody was like, I don't know. And I was like, well, let's check it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so we went back there and they only had two things. They had the apple crumble tart and the apple chips. And you got the apple chips. So what did you think of those? They were fine. I mean, they were apple chips. You know what I mean? I don't think they were anything remarkable. They were just, they were apple chips. So they were a good snack, you know, especially if you have some dietary restrictions. Um, I will say they were nothing compared to sampling that apple crumble. <laughs> that was, they don't hold a candle to that. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we also got the apple crumble tart and that thing was delish. Oh. It tasted yeah. like a quintessential apple cinnamon can, you know, like, you know, if you have like the perfect apple cinnamon candle that just brings that amazing scent, that's what it's, that's what it tasted like. It was just, it was delicious. It was delicious. It was perfect. And melted in your mouth for sure. Yeah, it was it perfect. Was, 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we got those two things. I got the big storm brewing company, Apple Blonde Ale, Mm -hmm. which was light and refreshing. So that was really good. Like, you know, coming in from the storm to be able to enjoy that. So I really liked that. Um, And then while we were in there, since we had cover, (laughs) right? Because we were just, it was cover in Epcot sometimes depending on where you are can be sparse right like so yeah and it wasn't uh, crowded that was the other thing you know there weren't massive amounts of crowds in there so it was a good place to weather the storm exactly exactly so um we stayed in there and then Emily went over and got that traditional poutine if that's how you pronounce it is that how you pronounce it it's french fries with beef gravy borson cracked black pepper crumbles and cheese curds so delicious <laughs> so good now you and Emily ate this one so I can't contribute to this one at all but like what did you think of this it was delicious it was it was really flavored well the gravy wasn't overpowering I thought that I mean that the cheese crumbles I didn't eat that many of them um, but they were delicious like it was, okay. it was so good the curds were so good it was really well flavored it was it was really good nice yeah. Um, yeah. So Emily ducked out to get that. So then we ate that in there as well. And then, and the girls enjoyed that. I wish I would have known because I would have told her to get the cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this now and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this maple, maple borson cheesecake, like just sounds absolutely delicious. So I, I wish I would have told her, but she got that over at the refreshment port, which when you walked out of apple seed orchard, was to the left and it was literally right there. So it was a nice area because the Ireland, um, the Ireland kiosk wasn't open yet. Right, right. That doesn't open until October 1st. So we walked past that. So like right in that area was Appleseed Orchard, Canada was open. So that was there. We didn't do anything with that though. No, I just went in to look for a few items in their store, which I always love. Yeah. yeah. Um, every, the refreshment port is right there as well. Yep. yep. Um, Starbucks is right there as well. Yes. <laughs> so and, they don't and, really participate in food and wine at all, but that's okay. No. And I will say one thing though, that I noticed every, and this is not just related to Epcot, but every single park that I went to the Starbucks line was always the longest and the food yeah. and wine festival was no exception. The kiosks, like they didn't have long lines, but Starbucks was always consistently packed. Yeah. So, you know, don't be scared of those lines at the kiosks. You're going to have to be more concerned about getting in line for Starbucks. Exactly. Exactly. The lines at the kiosks, I mean, they had those things moving fast. Yeah, they really they have streamlined that over the years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. it moves fast. Yeah. Because um, so after the apple seed orchard, I actually went and started to do more of which we'll talk about in a second. But I had gotten a map to do Remy's Ratatouille hide and sweep. Mm-hmm. So I went and went around the show, went around the world showcase to do that. And I stopped in Germany mm-hmm. and I got, which I'm totally going to butcher this guys. And I'm so <laughs> <laughs> but the shink, like it's a potato gratin with ham, onions, and cheese. That sounds and delicious. I also got the, um, wild cherry hefeweizen so those two together were like out of this world yeah 
delicious. Yes. But it was funny because they, oh, it's a pasta gratin. I think I said potato gratin. I'm sorry. It's a pasta gratin. And um, it honestly kind of reminded me of like, uh, like a lasagna type of Oh, yeah. Yeah. But just stuffed with like layers of thin potato, uh, thin pastas, and then a little bit of ham. I don't even know if I tasted onion and then a bunch of cheese in there. So that was really, really good when I stopped in there um, to get that. And then I went on and did some more trying to find Remy at these different places, which again, we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, but I went on and I, uh, stopped, where else did I stop? I'm like drawing a blank right now as I'm looking through this. It was past Germany. Oh, I stopped in the Americas. That's right. I stopped at the hops and barley. Oh yeah. I got another beer there. I got the, um, the 81 day brewing company, strawberry and lime. Oh, yum. Mm -hmm. No, didn't pan out. I kind of like threw some of it in the bushes because I was like, well done with this. Uh, but it was, you know, refreshing. So I think after having the wild cherry Hefeweizen, that one I loved. This one, I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's not too bad. Right. Um, but honestly, guys, like in Germany, there was a line, but it, I literally waited less than five minutes because they had four people at the various registers and they were just cranking it out in the kitchen area. They were cranking it out there. Yeah. And they had things under the, the heat lamp. So you would go up with your ticket and boom, Ready, right. you were off. Yeah. And, and five minutes is not a line at Disney that like, doesn't even count, you know, like yeah. in the line at Disney until you're like 15 or 20 minutes. So that doesn't even count. Exactly. Exactly. So like you said, you're going to wait in line longer for Starbucks. Yes. Yes, you, you are. are for these. Yeah, for sure. Like it is a well-oiled machine at these kiosks for yeah. sure. Yeah. And even at Hops and Barley, like when I walked up, there was nobody at that one. I don't know why, because it's kind of tucked back by the Hall of Presidents area kind of yeah. thing. But um, yeah, there was nobody in line for that one. So I just went up and got the beer and then I went back around and then I met up with you guys again. Yep. And we... Despite our nervousness of trying it because of the name, right? Like right. we were like, oh, so we stopped at the flavors from fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little nervous about that. You know, I felt like, you know, when you have a name like flavors from fire, that could go a whole bunch of different directions. You oh my know? gosh. I know. I'm, all I kept thinking was, oh my God, am I, is my mouth going to be on fire? Like, do I need to get my water bottle filled before yeah. we try this, right? Like, yeah, so this particular kiosk is hosted by the NFL on ESPN. And they said it was near Test Track, which we'll talk about this in another episode, guys. But the amount of construction going on at Epcot and the amount of walls, I, I said to Melissa the other day, I was like, I said, I was disoriented. I had no idea. Yeah. Where I mean, I guess maybe it was close to Test Track. If you consider all the construction that's going on and you can't get anywhere else, you have to walk to Test Track to like get yeah. anywhere else, you know, like maybe yeah. that's what they mean. But yeah. in a normal world, I don't think it I would consider it close to Test Track at all. I'm wondering if they just put it in there just to let people kind of know, because they're so used to these kiosks being in the World Showcase and yeah. not near Innovations area. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So just because like we kind of stumbled upon it. Yeah. Right? Like I yeah. didn't expect one to be there. No. Right? Yeah. 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 So, um, so 
I'm a big s'mores person and being here, like being raised in the north, the eastern side of Pennsylvania, whoopie pies in the Amish country are huge, right? So I'm a huge whoopie pie fan. Yeah. So when you combine s'mores and whoopie pie, of course I'm trying. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. I mean, I'm surprised. There, I'm surprised the line wasn't like a mile long for that particular item. I know, right? Okay, so guys, we got the s'mores whoopie pylon smoked chocolate cake, graham cracker, marshmallow, chocolate ganache, and candied bacon. Okay. It wasn't that big. No. You know, like it wasn't that big of a a treat, which was nice, but it was very rich. Yes, it was very rich. It was good. It's a good sharing size. I think like two people could eat that and be very comfortably like, oh, I got a good amount of a good dessert, you know? Well, three of us ate it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I still felt like... I got, yeah, the three of us, me, Emily, and Melissa all ate this whoopie pie. And even you went back for seconds and filling. I went back for the chocolate filling. That's what I was there for. Yeah. So it was absolutely delicious. Not at all on fire or anything like that. It was definitely very good. And we even said like putting candied bacon on this was like, we were questioning that, but it wasn't bad. You know, I didn't taste the bacon until like way after, like yeah. we had thrown the empty plate away and then all of a sudden the bacon taste like hit my palate. So. Yeah, I don't think it hurt it. I don't think it like necessarily made the dish, but I don't think it hurt it at all. You know, no, and definitely it, not. It really fits with the whole football pigskin. You know what I mean? Like that type of theme. So I can see where they're putting that in there. And I don't think it was like a bad move, you know, no, bacon, never no. a bad move. No, no, never, never a bad move. Um, so those are the things that we tried. Had you guys tried anything when I was going around? We didn't try anything else. At any of the stands. Okay. All right. Um, I will tell you, like, some of them, just from seeing what people had, looked absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, there was, like, a waffle, like, a mini candied bacon s'mores funnel cake. Yeah. That looked amazing. I saw a couple people got that. I mean, that thing was huge. Like, um, I stopped in Greece because, you know, I got to give a shout out to the Greek heritage over there. Um, definitely would have tried the Spanakopita or the lamb moussaka, but I was having my wild cherry hefeweizen and definitely not going to mix that with my Greek stuff. But um, I don't know if I tried this brittled cheese with pistachio and honey. Like, I know we're, you know, us Greeks are real big on like lighting our cheese on fire, (laughs) (laughs) but griddle cheese, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my mom about that one. I've never heard that before, but, um, so maybe that's something that I'd like to try down the next trip over there. And the other thing that I thought was interesting, which I hadn't gone over to, I saw it and I waffled and I didn't end up doing it was the brew wing. Mm. at the Epcot experience. I saw so, that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So when I was looking at the food, it was just all wings, 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 wings. So uh, I'm not a big wing person. Um, they have flatbreads too. So the food didn't appetize me, but now I'm looking here and I think a couple weeks ago when we had talked about the flavors at Disney Springs, we had talked about the orange and citrusy stuff. Yeah. And they have a couple good citrus type ales here, pineapple, blood orange, dragon fruit. So yeah. I'm a little 
disappointed in myself for not stopping by here for the year. Well, there's always next time. And I know, you know, I was looking to, one of the things I liked about this passport, if you have any type of dietary restrictions in terms of gluten or plant, mm. or, you know, they had markings for each of the dishes to yeah. indicate what was kind of a safe bet. So yeah. I noticed that it seemed like a lot of the things that I was particularly interested in, in terms of being able to eat more freely than just having a little taste here and there, we're going to start you know, when the kiosks opened in October or, you know, things like that. So I definitely think they have some more options coming and that that handy dandy little key is really helpful. Exactly. The wings were something that I noticed is like, oh, that's a, you know, a good possibility for me. So. Exactly. So they have like a gluten-free in their festival cuisine key, the meals, fromage, montage, a cheese thing to let you know, plant-based. So it's made without animal meat, dairy, eggs, and honey. Mm -hmm. And a gluten slash wheat friendly one. So it'll tell you in the passport, which ones are those. It doesn't tell you though, things are not made with nuts or anything like that, but. Those are something where you definitely want to, you know, ask somebody, but I did, you know, having that guide in there and having things marked so well. Yeah, exactly. Made it very easy for me to kind of look and see what piqued my interest. So if you do have any dietary restrictions, you know, know that that is going to be addressed in there for, for some of those dietary restrictions, some of the more common, less, um, you know, you know, more common ones. Absolutely. Okay. So that was what we tasted at the various kiosks um, throughout Epcot. Um, you know, and that honestly took a couple hours just to do that. So you guys might be thinking, oh, that wasn't a lot, but it's a couple hours of walking around and, you know, waiting in line for some stuff too. So for me, yeah. so I love these and I, and we've got them for the kids before when we do these, um, hide and, you know, these little hide and seek things. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. But this was the first time where I was like, I'm going to finish this one. Like I was determined, like I literally was on a mission, right? So I got the Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak and it was $10 mm-hmm. and they give you the board and, and then on the back are the stickers. So you go around and you look and find for Remy at the various places in each of the countries or at, if it's at a certain kiosk or something like that. Like so, a little- of Remy, like a little tiny figure of Remy who's hiding, trying to be, you know, hidden, but also be obvious, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's any more than like six inches tall. He's not very big. No, he's not very big at all. So if you want to know what he looks like, check out our uh, Facebook or Instagram page. I've, I've posted a couple pictures of him. Um, so we, I went around and in the beginning, Emily was like, man, that girl has eagle eyes. She was spotting them right and left. I was just like, what? I would never have thought to look there. Like she was killing it. Yeah. And I also thought it was interesting. So I've done the ornament scavenger hunt or, you know, the Chippendale one a couple years ago at Epcot. And when I was looking for Chippendale, they were at the different areas of the world showcase, the different like worlds, the different countries. But for this, they were also, uh, Remy was also at some of the kiosks. Yeah. You know, so it's, he wasn't restricted to just like France and China and Germany. Like he was at some of the kiosks that were available too, you know, which was kind of neat. Oh yeah. Cause you guys, um, went by one of them right and now. texted me and said, oh, here, oh, it was Earth Eats. Yeah. You said, oh, over here at Earth Eats, he yeah. has like, cause he's holding a different ingredient, whether it's salt, pepper, vinegar, um, 
onions, garlic. So like you have to find out at each, each kiosk what he's holding. And then you take that sticker and apply it to that particular place. Right, right. But then when you go around, you get the correct ingredients at each country that Remy has. So that was kind of cute. So you guys found that one for me and texted me. So I was able to add that one to the list. I will tell you though, like, honestly, a lot of them were pretty easy to find. I did not find the one in China. Oh, really? I had walked around China for like 15 minutes and then I gave up and I was like, <laughs> I'm just moving on. I'll do process of elimination. Whatever's left over is what he had, you know, like, um, so the China one was I, I didn't find that one and then all the other ones I found pretty easily when I got to Japan there was a family and this little girl was so cute she's like so loud and I was like oh yeah where is he <laughs> so they told me like I know right because after a while like people were helping people like I went into Germany and I'm looking around and and you know it's kind of funny because people like one lady came up to me she's like you're looking for Remy aren't you and I was like yeah she's like I can tell because you're looking up yeah yeah. like he's over this way and then I found him and then in Japan when I saw this little girl they said just walk up this pathway he's up there so in the countries he was difficult to find yeah. But at the kiosk, he was usually on the roof or yeah. right next to it. Yeah. yeah. But that was a lot of fun. So I had gone around and done that. And then when I was done, I went over to the International Gateway um, uh, merchandise area and got my, what you do is you get a little bowl. Mm-hmm. And they had four different types of bowls, one with figment, which was the one I wanted. So of course I got figment. They had a Remy one. Um, they had Bell, like a Beauty and the Beast one. Yep. And then I can't remember what the fourth one was. Do you remember? I don't. Yeah, there was another one that um, you could get. I can't remember what it was to be honest with you, but you get a bowl then, which was cute. And honestly, you know, $10 for this board. And then if you filled it out, you got the bowl. I didn't think that was expensive whatsoever. No, I don't think so. And I think also, you know, if you have adults who, let's say, are in your party who are more interested in the food and wine, that brings in a really good element to be able to include the kids, you know, yeah. all ages hunting for Remy. So basically you're paying for like a really fun experience and a reason to go to all the different places and a way to get the kids involved. And, you know, so I don't think that that's bad at all. And then you get a nice memento out of it in addition oh, yeah. to memory. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that was a lot of fun. I highly recommend doing that. Um, and we, I didn't have any kids with me and I had fun doing it. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's all we have right now for the Food and Wine Festival. We had a ton of fun, even though it was pouring down rain when we were there. So um, you can't go wrong with food, right? Oh, no, not even the rain can dull the food draw. (laughs) So good, so good. All right, guys, so check out our Instagram and Facebook page, Wizards and Pixie Dust. And we have a ton of pictures over there for the different foods that we ate, the Remy's that we showed, all those kinds of things. So check that out over there. Check out our website, wizardsandpixiedust.com. We also have a YouTube channel. And if you would like Melissa or myself to help you plan your next Disney or Universal vacation, make sure to check out wizardsandpixiedust.com and do a click on the plan now button and we will be more than happy to help you plan. All right, thanks for joining us this time, guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Have a great week.